I was the CMO of the new business that bought us and they bought a few other businesses and I was putting together the brand for, for all these businesses. And every time I pulled the CEO into the meeting, show him like, hey, this is what I'm, what I'm building here. And uh, he sat through the presentation, three presentations, and he didn't really say anything. At the end, it's like, that's good and left. I'm like, what the heck? Like, am I messing up or don't you care? I pulled him aside so after the third time, like, am I messing up or don't you care? Like, what's going on? You're like, why don't you say anything? He said, I only have three roles as a as a CEO of the company. I have to make sure we have enough money. So I have to raise enough money. I have to make sure enough money is coming in. I have to preach the mission and the vision of the company to the outside world and to the inside world. So customers and market and employees, like a parrot. And I have to hire smart people that are much better than me in certain areas and leave them alone and just like match them, you know, like kind of empower them that they can do their thing, but not interfere that much. And this was like the big aha moment for me that if you hire people and you empower them that they really know, okay, I own this area and I can't come to daddy that he's going to fix it, you know, and like I don't have to run around and stir the pot everywhere. That is incredibly liberating and like there's much better results if you find people who are like much better than you in, in, in certain areas. Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. Today on Smashing the Plateau, I'm speaking with the founder of UpCoach, David Hensel. David experienced the challenges of delivering coaching services to his clients. Using his experience and relationships in the SaaS and e-com space, David built a new product to help coaches serve their clients. Stay with us to hear all the details. David shares the importance of having the right people to support you. That's why the camaraderie of supportive collaborative colleagues is the foundation of the Smashing the Plateau community. Inside the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll also find a range of tools and resources to support your business, access to experts, and answers to your burning questions. Check out the Smashing the Plateau community so that you can build a successful consulting business on your own terms, doing what you love and getting paid what you're worth. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome David Hensel. David is the CEO of UpCoach and a veteran entrepreneur who has been building in the SaaS and e-com space for over 20 years. He's had multiple exits, including Max CDN. His passion is to help individuals and their organizations reach their full potential. David's passion project is managing happiness. David, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, David. Lots of Davids here. Yeah, a lot of Davids. It's a pretty common name. Although, from what I gather in um, the current generation of babies, it's not as popular as it was in the last 50 plus years. Mm. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, you, you have a fascinating entrepreneurial journey. How did you come up with the idea of UpCoach? So, UpCoach, I, after I sold my last business, I take it one step further, actually. I sold my last business because my wife went through breast cancer. Knock on wood, she's doing great today. But this was a big wake-up moment for me where I kind of like had my early midlife crisis, imagining myself laying in my on my deathbed, looking back at my life, thinking, did I do what I was supposed to do? Did I have the impact I want to have? And I realized I want to have more impact. And back then, not understanding, you know, the conscious capitalism model that if you have a business that is providing, that is doing good for all stakeholders, not only the shareholders, then you actually have the best vehicle to have a positive impact in the world. I kind of learned this later, but back then I, was, I thought, okay, I have to find something where how I can have more impact. And 
and I create a system called Managing Happiness, how to, it's how to apply business principles to family life. My wife and I figured this out, that this works really well for us. And I created an online course. And I did not like that only 7% of people who bought my course complete the course. You know, I was like, okay, my... 7%? 7%, yeah. I think that's above average, actually. Yes, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but after looking into this, I found out, but I thought like, oh my God, my stuff must must really suck. Like, why don't people complete this, you know? And this what was bugging me the most is because I want to have impact because, you know, I had a really good exit. So for me, it was like more of like a passion thingy. So this was something I didn't like. And the other thing I did not like was that it was kind of ending up in the family therapy realm and I'm not a family therapist I'm a business guy so it's like kind of not really my, my audience and the questions that I want to deal with so I shafted for a while and then I kind of started building this portfolio of companies that I'm currently running and then I brought the principles back applying business principles to your personal life to help you to be on your A game and I did this with my leadership teams initially because if they're good in their personal life in general, if they're wholesome, then it's going to reflect positively on the business. So I help them to figure out their personal mission, vision, and values. I help to figure them out the habits that they need to be in their personal A-game and some productivity hacks and, and stuff like this and work like a charm. Uh, and I also transferred from having it in a course to a group cohort coaching system. I get like between six and 10. It's like if it gets above 10, it's, it's not enough airtime for people. It was like an eight-week course, and I cobbled it together with like random course software, chat software, Google Docs, you know, kind of like with a bunch of tools. And it was too much, too time-consuming for me to run this, even though the results were pretty good. But, you know, I had all these other businesses going on, so I needed something that was easier. And actually, the initial reason why I started building this because I could not find a group habit tracker because I like positive peer pressure. You know, I like bringing people together, you know, and... You're the only one who doesn't do the homework, doesn't feel right, you know. So I want to create this positive peer pressure. So I asked the CTO of one of my businesses to build me a group habit tracker. And then we kind of like added to this and the software grew and grew and grew. And at some point I reached out to Todd Herman. He wrote The Alter Ego Effect. He's a fairly well-known coach in the U.S. And I asked him, like, hey man, I built this coaching software, even though I'm not a coach by trade. What do you think about this? And he said, this solves 80% of all my headaches in my business. Can I please invest and become a business partner? I'm like... All right, so I kind of took UpCoach out of Managing Happiness and Managing Happiness became a customer of UpCoach and we launched the brand UpCoach and this is what we're doing today. And I have a 93% completion rate on the cohort-based coaching versus the 7% I had on the do-it-yourself course, which yeah, makes me very happy. Ding, 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 a little bit of success. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. What kinds of problems does it solve? The platform itself, it solves a bunch of problems. Like one is that you have one stop shop where you have everything. You have your course, you have your meeting agendas, you have your habit tracker, you have kind of everything you need for the delivery. You have like a chat, you know, you don't need, uh, you have your community, your forum, like all the stuff that you need for community communication and delivery of your coaching business. If it's one-on-one -on -one cohort based or whatever, it's, it's all in this one place. And um, P accountability is like another big thing. That, that we solve. And it also has like a CRM attached to it. So all these interactions that people take on the platform is being filled into the CRM. So you have like a very easy way of seeing where people are at to hold them accountable. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on accountability. Yeah. Can you share a little bit of um, some stories of people that use it? Mm, like what kind of businesses they're, they're doing or what? Yeah. And like, you know, you talk about it solving 
80% of the problems in a coaching business. So I'd love to hear some stories of how people have used this and, and then what kinds of results they get. We have like a, a bunch of testimonials on, on the website. For those of you who are into marketing, you may know Ryan Dice. He's the founder of Traffic and Conversion Summit, and he has a new business which is called Scalable. And it's, it's, it's a cohort-based coaching. And his quote was, LMSs are great to warehouse content. Upcoach is great to deliver results. You know, it's like with this accountability focus, it really helps to, yeah, to, to get stuff done. Another thing is that you need a lot less time to, you know, when usually you jump on a call with, with your customer and, you know, you send them some PDFs to fill out or like they have some homework to do. You don't know if they did it or not, but with UpCoach, you know, for example, we have like something called Smart Doc Builders where these documents live inside of UpCoach and you see to what percentage they filled it out, you know, or you see where they're at with their habits. You see, you know, if they added some good news to the agenda. So it's very easy to keep the finger on the pulse of your, of your coaches, of the people you work with, and you don't waste time on like kind of digging into what's going on. You kind of can go like, boom, that's what's going on. That's what you need help. Right. So does that mean that if you're a coach that you're able to handle more clients because you're spending less time dealing with some of the... All, all the admin work. Uh, honestly, the, the other stuff is, is administrative part of your business. Yes. Like a lot of the administrative stuff goes out the window. And we also kind of went one step further. We just launched something called Up Admins, which are up coach trained admins like virtual assistants that can help you to even buy more of your time back, you know, so you can actually focus on talking to people and not the, the admin stuff, you know, copy pasting stuff, stuff around. Right. So they're admins who have been trained on the platform. Correct. And we have like some SOPs, like standard operating procedures that they can execute for you, or you can also give them other standard operating procedures on how you run your, your, your business. You know? mm -hmm. What kinds of businesses is UpCoach not for? Mm, that's a good question, actually. It's been a bunch of agencies have been using it as well for the for their client interactions. And business coaches have asked their customers to also use it because like it helps them to see how, how they're doing, you know. But who is it not for? Can can really give give a good answer for them. Okay. So it works for coaches and, and businesses that have an agency model, not just a solopreneur coach. Also HR. For HR companies, it works really well because you can have, you know, you have for onboarding or hiring new employees, you have like these, these standard operating procedures in their video courses on how to do certain things, the meeting agendas, you know, so it's, um, I guess if you can't, for people who, the ideal customer profiles are HR teams, um, but mainly group coaches and one-on-one -on -one coaches. It's like kind of like the, I guess, it's not, not that, great actually for there's better solutions out there if you're like a fitness coach and you want to have like some preset workout videos that somebody else has recorded or something like this you know there's i think there's better solutions out there but like for for business coaches mindset coaches life coaches like i think this is like um it's, it's a really good solution how long has the, the platform been up a little over two years now and what kinds of traction are you getting from people what are you hearing so initially we got 70 coaches in and then we shut the door and we just want to really build something for them. I've done a mistake before to scale too fast, you know, so we just, you know, got, got these 70 people in and kind of listen, really listen to them what, what they want. And we completely changed the platform because everybody wants to do something different. Somebody wants to call it to-dos, somebody wants to call it tasks, somebody wants to call it, you know, everybody wants to organize this, this, you know, customize their stuff. 
So we built something like Elementor and WordPress, which is like a drag and drop builder, how you can put together your program, you know, whatever you want to use. You want to use courses or to-dos or habits or whatever. So you can completely free to custom build what you're looking for. And maybe three or four months ago, we actually started really marketing it. And we have like 250 or 270 organizations, coaching organizations on the platform. Wow. As you're working through this, this initial cohort of the 70 people, how do you decide who to listen to and who not to listen to? If they're, if they're telling you conflicting, conflicting bits of information of what they want to see. So, you know, the, the problem with the platform is you can kind of like, people want everything in there, right? So we made this conscious decision initially to only focus on what's needed for good delivery of the coaching. You know, we, we didn't focus on any of the marketing aspects because there's like a million and one platforms out there that help coaches to market better. We want to just like really look into like what can be transformational in terms of the, you know, the, the coaching delivery. After this, we focused on the communication we're about to publicly launch our chat integration so you can chat inside of the groups and one-on-one chat and the forum and, and things like this. So initially delivery, then the communication and the CRM piece. And now slowly we're getting into some some of the marketing integrations like payments and scheduling, like like these type of things. You know, so and there were not luckily not that many conflicting things in there. But I guess like what we're aiming for. You know, we want to, or we're building a professional coaching system, which is kind of aiming for people who have like multiple coaches or coaches and admins, you know, it's like, um, it's, it's also okay for solo coaches, but we, the tools that we provide also help people with larger organizations. That's kind of like the, the idea. Okay. How does UpCoach differ from platforms that are focused on building community where, where, the community is not necessarily following a particular coach or coaching system or coaching methodology. It's more about who's in the community as opposed to a particular framework. Because mm-hmm. it sounds like Op Coach has has some community building aspects to it. Yeah. So we have a form. It's all all blocks. You know, with Op Coach, you can like put together your coaching offering using all these different blocks. We have a forum block. You know, which kind of has like some community aspects, but it's still, you know, there's platforms out there that only focus on, on the community aspect who are, you know, they have more bells and whistles around this this topic. You know, we're kind of like still working on it, but there's definitely other platforms out there. If you if community is your your one and only thing or the main thing for you, then you should not go go with us. You know, it, it works, but it's, you know, there's, or, you know, moving your community from Facebook to UpCoach or it's it's like always a big thing that people want to do because like Facebook, you know, it's like laundry list of reasons. But it's it's often hard if you have like a very active community. You probably it's 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 not not a wise thing to do. You know, if you start up with one, totally cool. But um, I'm not comfortable with like telling you like, hey, your your Facebook group is your lifeblood. Like, move it over. No, I, I this can coexist, but yeah, you can keep your community there. Right, David. How is building up coach different from some of the other projects you've worked on? One cool thing was that it's scratching my own itch. You know, kind of like building, building what what I actually need, which is something I, I I love doing. It's I've also built businesses before where I kind of like dreamt up the potential problems that people are having, which is always like a really hard thing to do. You know, it's like much better when you felt the pain yourself, and then you kind of like build a solution around this. And also having Todd on board made like you know since he's been in the coaching space for twenty five years or something like this, 
he scaled and sold two coaching businesses before. So it's like lots of experience, like how to, how to scale this and like his knowledge, you know, was definitely tremendously helpful. So like in all my business going forward, I'll always have like an Uber domain expert on my side. So I can actually build something that, you know, really, really works and not, not me dreaming up like what, what could be the problem. Actually, let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Given the fact that you've worked on a number of different startups Tell me a little bit about your process for getting the the team on board versus solving the problem. At what part? As you're getting started, right? As you're get, getting started, okay. right? Okay, I can give give you, give you another example. For example, with UpCoach, we used a QA company like they do software quality assurance, right? And we were not happy with their performance. So I thought, okay, I have LTV Plus and all these outsourcing businesses. So we have lots of recruiters and lots of trainers. So we can basically hire and train people to do QA. So I hired somebody. She has over 15 years of experience in the QA space. So she's like an absolute rock star in the space. So we brought her in to be the lead of the new company, which is called Uber QA. So we're first kind of eat our own dog food. We use it fast and we use it for some, you know, we have a few other software products. We use it there. And then if getting a few friends in, and then we kind of like slowly built this out. And then I always do my best because, you know, I have a bunch of businesses. I always do my best to be in the background and kind of like just more puppeteer versus being in the, in the front lines. I don't want to deal with customers at all. So I was like piece by piece. I always like manage myself out of it. So I can, yeah, I have a thing in my, on my not to do list, which is don't be in the org chart. Do you rather spend your time talking about the business on podcasts, for example? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I like to work on the business, not in the business, you know, which is, uh, was a big wake up aha moment when I sold my last business and the guy that, um, I don't know how much time we have, like two minutes. It's a fun, fun story. So I was the CMO of the new business that bought us and they bought a few other businesses and I was putting together the brand for, for all these businesses. And every time I pulled the CEO into the meeting, show him like, Hey, this is what I'm, what I'm building here. And uh, he sat through the presentation, three presentations, and he didn't really say anything. At the end, it's like, that's good and left. I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> am, I, am I messing up or don't you care? I pulled him aside so after the third time, like, am I messing up or don't you care? Like, what's going on? You're like, why don't you say anything? He said, I only have three roles as a, as a CEO of the company. I have to make sure we have enough money. So I have to raise enough money. I have to make sure enough money is coming in. I have to preach the mission and the vision of the company to the outside world and to the inside world. So customers and market and employees, like a parrot. And I have to hire smart people that are much better than me in certain areas and leave them alone and just like match them, you know, like kind of empower them that they can do their thing, but not interfere that much. And this was like the big aha moment for me that if you hire people and you empower them that they really know, okay, I own this area and I can't come to daddy that he's going to fix it, you know? And like, I don't have to run around and stir the pot everywhere. That is incredibly liberating. And like, there's much better results if you find people who are like much better than you in, in, in certain areas. So. That is well said. Good piece of advice. David, what, what do you hope for the future of UpCoach? What would you love to see? Mm, I mean, my personal mission is to be a change agent that's transforming the lives of individuals and organizations so they can reach their full potential. This is like, after a lot of reflection, what makes me the happiest? And this is why I'm managing happiness, which is launching personal development clubs inside of organizations and also open open ones. And with UpCoach, because I thought this is even more leverage because I can empower coaches to have more impact, to coach more people, to, to deliver better results. So it's like kind of a leverage of my, my personal mission. So this is why I'm 
And these are the most exciting businesses for me right now. Sounds great. David, is there anything else you'd like to share before we close out? Mm, oh, can't think of anything. If someone wants to check out UpCoach or any of the other the other businesses or, or you're in or other resources that you have, where would be the best place for them to go? So you can go to hensel.com, H-E-N-Z-E-L.com, my last name. You're going to see a bunch of my portfolio businesses there. You can go to upcoach.com or managinghappiness.com. And you can find me on all the social networks. If you connect with me, please add that you heard me or saw me on David's podcast because I get a lot of spam as well. And But if you say that you came from David, then I'll, I'll definitely accept uh, your request and you know, happy to chat and happy to help in any way, shape or form I can. Great. Thank you. David, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. Share a little bit about your journey, your insights and, and what you're working on. It sounds uh, fascinating and um, could be quite a game changer in the industry. My guest today has been the founder of UpCoach, David Hensel. Thank you again, David, for joining us. Thanks for having me. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, You'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mention on the show. On today's episode, David shares the importance of having the right people to support you. That's why the camaraderie of supportive collaborative colleagues is the foundation of the Smashing the Plateau community. Inside the Smashing the Plateau community, you'll also find a range of tools and resources to support your business, access to experts, and answers to your burning questions check out the Smashing the Plateau community so that you can build a successful consulting business on your own terms, doing what you love and getting paid what you're worth. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.